0: in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
1: This could all go horribly wrong at any minute. And the rubber chicken says... <laughs> If I was told a major hurricane was headed toward my henhouse, I'd beat feet out of there. But what do I know? I'm just a rubber chicken. <laughs> yes, you are. And a very wise one to get the hell out of there. A lot of those people just stayed, and I don't fucking I know you don't. Oh, yes, okay, we can discuss this another time. It's a much longer discussion, and we will talk then. But I've got to get on with Rantcast 101, entitled... Uh, Between the Rock and a Hard Place, From an Asteroid to Ian, huh? That's a snappy little title for a snappy fucking week, wasn't it? Ooh, boy. First, we start with the asteroid, the teeny tiny asteroid. We whack that out, and then all of a sudden, we learn that the only thing that will distract us at all from any kind of discussion of the amount of bullshit we go through on a daily level, be it whatever it's the court cases are, whatever the Republicans and Democrats are screaming about, whatever it is that the constant the buzz of television, which the repetition of the same news thing, the same news cycle over and over and over again. What we apparently need in order to break out of that is a major catastrophe. God damn, those those TVs, they, they, they couldn't get the cameras down there fast enough. They couldn't put idiots out into the streets yelling about it enough. And now, boy, it's like a massive amounts. Of, today was even, a, a, you know, there's more actually in-depth reports when it comes to a catastrophe than when it comes to the shit we have to deal with on a daily basis, okay? And then and then they're yelling about, you know, I just, I, I fucking don't get it. I just it's It's horrifying what's happening down in in Florida. and now we're gonna and, and but there'll be no discussion of whether these people should leave or not. It's no it's fine. We're just gonna build. I heard the guy say today, we're just gonna build the houses. you know, we're gonna rebuild them. a lot of these places what they need to be is on, they need to be seven feet high off the thing and then we build them out of a certain thing that'll be. I just fucking watched what happened there. What are you gonna build them out of, huh? You know, we, why don't you say everybody has to live underground, okay? And then put concrete over it—big tons of concrete, like about thirty-five, forty foot, or seven feet, seven feet of concrete, whatever the fuck it takes. But it's, you, you know, and then they're, and then good luck with the uh, insurance companies. Six have gone bankrupt, and this is the kind of exacting information. I know you were turned on, and you went, God, let's listen to Lewis discuss. Fucking hurricane shit. Well, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. What I'm going to talk about is is that there's a lot of plaid on television. It seems to be a men's fashion thing, and a lot of people never turn to me for fashion advice. I've never been on a top ten list, even though I think that I deserve to be, um, just for trying. I, there should be a hey, he tried hard to wear nice clothes, And just because he didn't wear them well. Uh, that's why he didn't make the list. So we're putting him on a he tried list, and so. But what I did notice is is it, there is a ton of plaid being worn, and I don't quite understand it. And so um, my feeling is is that but the reason that there's a lot of plaid now is because it's kind of a uh, it's more manly because it's uh, it kind of um, it echoes uh, the flannel shirt, so that they they still have that sense of being out there and. And chopping wood and shit, but you know they're wearing a tie and talking about football, and it's unbelievable. It's everywhere. You'll be noticing it now, and you'll be irritated just as I am. Or maybe you like plaid. I've never understood plaid. Uh, you will be noticing over the next uh, couple of months as I do the. Uh, you see in the uh, the the rant casts that I've been doing, and when I'm on on the stage, I have one jacket that is platty, as I like to call it, very plaidy. and. Um, I got it before I realized that uh, I was just a part of a group of people who were, and I'm not trying to look, I've never worn a lot of flannel, I look like an idiot in it, It, it it's, you know, It's I actually, no, I won't even go into what I was thinking. Well, you know what, I actually wear, at times, what, um, you know, lighter colors uh, than, uh, you know, in order to kind of accent just how male I am, and that's something I'll let you think about. Um, while you're if you're driving along or just jogging, listening to this, or maybe getting ready for sleep, <laughs> because I bet the last person you expected to hear talk about clothes was Louis Black, and that's the I'm gonna wrap that one up, and we'll move on to some other things. I did have a you know it's kind of like uh, been a a pretty good week because I rolled out of uh, um, Fort Wayne, Indiana, and I stayed on the bus because it's just crazy to fly back home at this point because you fly back to New York and you go back for On Monday in your bare Monday afternoon and then Tuesday uh, you have one day at home then Wednesday you got to fly back to be in uh, was Tucson so uh, I and this week too I will be staying on the bus and um, because it's just crazy to to fly back and cross back and forth across the country especially uh, with you know the way flights are going anyway, and with what's going on in terms of the amount of you know change in flights because of the, the weather that's been uh, hitting the East Coast, so uh, um, so but I stayed on the bus, and, and what I discovered was is what a normal person would do as somebody who's not really lost their fucking mind and still kind of a little you know has a PTS uh, pandemic trauma uh, as I like to call it. Uh, I, I stared at my computer screen, which was what I was doing day after day after day during that, rather than looking out the window and watching this great country roll by. And I say that. And that's in quotes. Great country. And uh, I, I, did, I just didn't watch. And there's a ton of stuff going out there, and that's why you should be on the bus, and that's what you should be doing. But no, jackass stares there. And you know part of the reason I do that is because I'm receiving, and they have to stop it, and there's no way for it to be stopped. And it re- really it's the reason we cannot pay for elections anymore. We just take it out of the uh, the 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 budgets of the state and federal and you you get X amount to run for office because the goddamn amount of bullshit mail that I'm getting on a daily basis. I have a hundred emails a day that I have to get rid of a hundred. And then you kind of go, "Well, is that is that uh, name uh, Allison? Is that my my friend Allison, or is that from Allison from uh, who's working for Pudiata's campaign in in uh, you know in in somewhere in uh, bumfuck Nevada? It's unbelievable. It's just fucking extraordinary. Nobody. It's, it, it has to stop. Okay." And and I don't want to hear, well, all you got to do is unsubscribe. If you unsubscribe, they send you to another group of fucks who fuck you, okay? Because I've done this. I've spent that time. You can do that. So that's what I've been up to. It's very exciting and uh, a a lot of fun, and it's why I was able to focus so much on plaid. Um, And that's really about mostly it. My fantasy football team, i got one that is really on a roll, and... uh, you really learn a lot from fantasy football, I'll tell you that. You learn a kind of a hate of individuals you don't really know. You shouldn't really hate them. But I actually still maintain a kind of a, not a hate, but an anger. A disturbed, I'm disturbed by my, my Washington commodes, okay? That bothers me more than my fantasy football team or the guys who play on my fantasy football team because I have the machine, the the artificial intelligence, pick my team I let they be the managers so that I don't take the blame for it so I can yell at the in uh, an artificial uh, manager that I that uh, I hired and I can say, god damn it look who you picked but the one one group of uh, guys have been doing uh, remarkably well and it's really been a life-changer I think for them and for me and when we gather together which will be tomorrow just before uh, for our prayer service I like to do that early on. It's a little tough this time because we're we're out in uh, Pacific Standard Time, so I get way early to talk to these fuckers and try to get them focused and get them. You know, we do a prayer to Jesus um, and Yahweh. Um, we also do Allah. We cover all bases, uh, even Bahai. I got two Bahai players, so um, that's what's been happening here. I hope your life is as exciting as mine. I really would like to apologize for the folks at Tucson. I fucked up. There, I, I took my uh, iPad out, and for some reason, it just didn't take, uh, it, it didn't, um, you know, you, you, I was trying to get the the battery. I thought the battery had enough juice in it, and nope, I turned it on, and so I was caught between looking at the battery dying while I was reading um, the rants, and I, I didn't get to read all the rants I really wanted to. So uh, some of the ones will be done here this morning. Um, as we sit in a parking lot in tucson arizona albuquerque is a fucking phenomenal place to go to i'm telling you it is like in, in a lot of ways going to another country i had no sense of being in america for a day and uh, and i i don't really know i don't know if it's the sense of what's going on there or the fact that i spent a lot of it at this uh the sawmill sawmill food court just staring at the variety of foods that i could eat that day um and uh Tucson and uh, Phoenix. The uh, it's all through the desert, it, and it's not a place I could ever live. Uh, but I'm I'm glad we're going to to Phoenix today, and I'm uh, we'll talk about that at another time. Okie doke. It's uh, been a pleasure spending time with you. And uh, today we we you'll be hearing uh, the rants from Albuquerque, and Tucson. And I I think uh, I'm going to thank everybody who's been sending them in. I want to remind you. Uh, if, is your uh, when you watch, uh, you know, please say, hit the like button, which is on one side at the bottom, or the uh, subscribe button, and uh, we will we'll keep you in the loop, and it uh, will make a big difference in terms of um, getting uh, getting the uh, getting it out there to uh, getting the rants written by all of you out there, and and know that uh, yes, I try to do the rants that come in from the town. But that does not mean if you've got a rant and it's bothering you, get it off your chest. I keep them all. Okay? Most people hoard like things. Uh, I hoard rants. I'm a rant hoarder. And thanks for letting me do that for you. Okay? You guys take care. It's always a pleasure to spend time with you. And I had a lot of fun this morning. Don't wear plaid. Ooh, Aaron Judge is on the TV right now. And uh, he's up against my Baltimore Orioles and uh, who have been doing pretty well. And I'm just going to add this on here because it's an exciting Aaron judge. For those of you who are out of the loop, uh, here at the fact that we're going into football season. On one side there's football, on the other side there's baseball, which is just is a pretty good understanding of why this country is so fucked up, okay? None of these sports should be played simultaneously. Certainly we shouldn't be in the, the beginning of a goddamn season. There's already four games been played in terms of football. These guys are playing the 112,000, and he is just, I think, is, or is Aaron? No, I thought he struck out. Nope, but the little pig took a walk over there. I happen to like Aaron Judge. I do like him a lot. Uh, I don't like any of the rest of the Yankees. I'd like to see him hit 62 home runs. I think he's a great American. And then I'd like to see the Baltimore Orioles be able to take a ton of money uh, from the state, actually. I think we should do a bond issue and pay for him to come to Baltimore. I think he'd be really happy there. And we've got some of the finest crab cakes in the world there. And there's a lot of other stuff that I'd be, you know, willing to do. I think the state would be willing to do, to have someone like Aaron there. Come on, Aaron. Hit that home run, okay? We're sitting here. I'm watching. Chances of him hitting this home run are minimal because I am watching. All right? But, but we're gonna. Get, I'm gonna, doing this just for you. Here comes the big pitch, and it's, oh, it's another ball. They're not going to pitch to him. They're going to walk him. They're two outs. Come on. Give him a And I think we, we allow him to, to, to take a swing. And it's, it, this is probably what bothers people about baseball. It's, that's the amount of time in between the pitch. And here comes the pitch again, uh, wearing that spectacular orange, the orange only found in Baltimore. Go! And it's uh, he struck him out. He struck him out. Aaron has just been, there was so much pressure on him, so much. You could feel it here. I could feel it right here at the desk. Whew. And that's that. Now we're back to football. And it's uh, Ole Miss and the University of Kentucky. Uh, But I'll be reporting on that next week during my football, college football scoreboard.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well,
1: We're here at the National Hispanic Cultural Center in Albuquerque, New Mexico, where they're very excited that there's a, a big balloon thing tomorrow. It's Saturday. Saturday, they have a balloon fiesta. The balloons have a mind of their own. They gather together. No people involved. It's the only place. These balloons have artificial intelligence. It's I'm really sorry I won't be here for that. I, I truly, whatever it takes to make people happy, I will be gone, and I'm thrilled to be leaving. I, I have never thought of going, holy shit, I can't wait to see the balloons go up in the air. No. Um, so um, uh, I, uh, I will say, for those of you who've never been to, uh, been to Albuquerque, it's been a long time since I've been here. It's a, I used to work way, way back. Is a comic uh, at a club that was here, and I can't think of the name of it. it yes. Laughs. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, and that was great. But and it's a great. Um, it's a it's a really, it, yeah, I, it's a really b- wonderful place. And it's there's a spirit here that is really. It's the only way I can describe it. And there's a place called the uh, the the sawmill um, market, which I just which yeah huh. Sawmill Market, yeah, which I, if you come here, I'd recommend. It's lucky I didn't gain. It's it's just lucky I don't live here. I would, I'd just wander around the market like shoveling. I I would ask for them to build a trough in front of each one. (laughs) And what really pissed me off was the fact that I have a, fucking, I live in New York City and we're supposed to be so (laughs) and I got a place at the end of the, two blocks down from me that's a, they just built a a, a similar food market and there's no comparison. Yours is so much fucking better it just pisses me off. So we'll start with this, this is S.E. Anton. Why the hell do people decide to move to New Mexico? because they love the wide open spaces in traditional territory buildings, and then they build the most awful carbuncles of houses that scream, I'm a clueless asshole, look at me. Well, we don't want to look at you. Go the hell back to whatever tasteless level of Hades from which you were (laughs) spawned. This is from Robert Williams, I know nothing about Uh, but I'm going to read Pandemic Rant, Michelle Lujan Grisham sucks as a governor of New Mexico. (laughs) Well, well, so, well, Robert, you seem to have lost in this audience. (laughs) You know, in our brief polling here, I I think, uh, I think Michelle won in this audience. I have no, (laughs) She's really the—she's the least of your fucking problems. (laughs) I can assure you of that. I can fucking assure you of that. (laughs) And this I think we can all agree on. This is from Bill Martin. If I see another Camp Lejeune lawsuit head on TV, (laughs) I'm going to scream! That is really— It's true. I fucking, it literally, because I wake up in the morning, I turn the thing, I turn the news on to just make myself kind of wake up and go, oh, fuck, I'm fucked again. But then it's literally, there was one today, it was like, uh, you know, I know that there have been a number of these ads, but this ad, I mean, it was basically saying, but our ad is different. What what the fuck? It's you've a bunch of ambulance chasing fucks. It's unbelievable. God damn it son of a bitch and then and the whole time you're going where's the documentary about what the fuck happened at camp Lejeune? <laughs> how the fuck were they shoveling shit water to them it's the goddamn military you fucking idiots <laughs> It's alex king a-l-i-x king i'm furious that fucking ar-15 owners have more rights than women with uteruses <laughs> Creatures with no control over their own reproduction are called livestock. Yeah, that one hurt. That one hurt. Huh? That one hurt. You can't run from that, can you? And that was a ooh there, wasn't it? That was, for those of you who didn't hear across the world, there was a veritable ooh in the audience. this, this one, <laughs> this is from Caesar C- Cesar, probably Rodriguez. How you doing? You're here? Okay. <laughs> I debated reading this and then I said, fuck it, you wrote it uh, and, uh, and, and you spent the time writing it? And it uh, I, I'm gonna read it because it's, it's funny. But I'm sure there are people in celebration of Hispanic Heritage Month that I have to ask the most important question. Will Sophia Vergara please show us her boobs already? (laughs) I've been in love with those puppies since 2004. (laughs) Nip slips don't count. I may sound like an asshole asking this, but I ask this question for all the nearly 20 percent of Hispanic men who put in nearly 80 percent of the contribution to the workforce. (laughs) Some of them, including myself, are single first-generation professionals who put in the extra effort to establish a secure home life. Since many Hispanic women prefer the perverted, aggressive, entitled, drug-induced entrapment of a white boy, <laughs> white boy redneck assholes, rather than the pure, honest, hard-working Latino romance. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, please, Sophia, so please, Sophia, to celebrate our nation's Hispanic men. Take it off and let them loose. <laughs> Show us your wonderful tits. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna hear about that. There'll be by the time I get to Phoenix, and that's not the reason the song was written. Um, but I'll be playing there two days from now and I'm sure it'll be... God damn it. <laughs> this is Michael Hirschfeld. I'm a high school you know, a teacher of kids on the autism spectrum. Uh, good for you. And when I asked the class what the magic word of the day is, a 17-year-old year old girl yells, Lotion! <laughs> <laughs> I fell out of the chair laughing. <laughs> Nicole a., why is everyone trying to sell us T-shirts? I don't need a gas station t-shirt. I don't need a weed t-shirt. No one needs a Coca-Cola t-shirt, because who in the world who sees t-shirts hasn't heard of Coke? Um, and I'm selling t-shirts too, Nicole. <laughs> I did it. I used to do a bit about they would have a, that somebody was wearing a t-shirt with a Coke on them, and that you'd have to then, you had the right, because they said, they were saying they were a Coke, you could actually rip their head off and drink them. <laughs> Oh, that's like literally—you made that sound as if eighty of you in the audience was wearing a Coke T-shirt. And after my show, I was going to come and rip all your heads off. There was a teacher who wrote in, and the only reason I'm not reading it—I'll read the beginning of it. Uh, It's—he uh, can't say his name—but. Uh, uh, and i would read the whole thing but it's really long and uh, and that's one thing i'm going to ask the folks who are writing in uh, over the you know it's it, please if you can edit yourselves and, and since the pandemic we all have a tendency to kind of over uh, overwrite we're, we're overtalk i know that my emails go on forever to be sure that they know exactly what the fuck i'm thinking but but um it, it just uh, You know, just uh, do the editing so that I I really don't want to edit what is your work. And um, you know, I I try from time to time, but you can really do the better job at it. Just pay a little attention, because you're writing really great stuff, and so did he, but I just, it's, um, so, but I'm just going to read this one. I could rant about the 5% or so of my students, he's a teacher, who are entitled, sniffling little shits who appear to be on the track to being zits on the ass of society as adults. (laughs) Nearly all my students are generally great kids, no problems at all. But as any teacher knows, it's the 5% or so who suck the life out of you each day with their attitude. Those 5% of the kids will hopefully turn it around in life, get their head out of their asses, and figure out how to be productive members of society. I wish them well. But he doesn't go on to complain about them. He complains about Google Classroom. And anybody who complains about Google makes my day. So thank you. And I'm going to end with this, um, because uh, this is from Anonymous Anonymous. Uh, hi, Lewis. I'm sorry but I to keep this one anonymous for the sake of my job, but I got to get this off my chest. As a working American college graduate in their late 20s, I can admit that I understand to an extent why so many older folks have a hard time grasping complicated to them things, like smartphones, Wi-Fi installations, and NFTs. Not to go on that fucking rant here, <laughs> NFTs, fuck, fucking, fuck. But, but one thing that still amazes me nearly every fucking day is how so many from older generations, you know, the ones that love to talk down on my generation, have such ineptitude grasping much simpler tasks, like ordering food from anywhere that isn't McDonald's, Denny's, or fucking Cracker Barrel. <laughs> time after time. I find myself in a situation similar to mine yesterday, waiting for my order at Panera, while some 70 something fuck ordering in front of the register held up everyone in line asking stupid questions like, This is why my generation drives me fucking nuts. <laughs> what? What this you pick two? What comes with that? <laughs> it's called fucking you pick too. two. TWO! That means you can look up at the fucking menu board where it's clearly specified and pick two fucking items. Son of a bitch! How much is that? Jesus goddamn Christ! Maybe, just maybe, if you'd bother yourself into looking at the giant fucking menu board in front of you, you wouldn't have to keep asking the poor cashier whose patience for you is getting slimmer by the nanosection and holding up the damn line, you fucking dumbass. Is a millennial. American fewer and fewer things piss me off these days than having my half hour lunch break being eaten into unnecessarily by old assholes who got to retire thanks in part to going to going to college when it was a fraction of what it fucking is now and then fucking thought voting for Ronald Reagan in 19 fucking 80 was a good idea <laughs> So if any of you out here tonight belong in this category, do all of us a solid favor. Find some goddamn fucking common sense. You don't need to be a ditz who can't understand the concept of ordering a half-bacon turkey bravo with a cup of French onion soup while you hold up the line and eat into the lunch breaks of working people who, thanks to your love of voting Republican, because you can't stand the idea of anyone who isn't white and straight existing, will be lucky if they can ever afford to retire while you waste their only lunch break, since you clearly have nothing fucking better to do thank you thank you all for coming out tonight it was great to spend time with you take care of each other we'll see you tomorrow night in tucson and then we're on our way to phoenix on saturday it's been a pleasure and we are coming to you live from the uh, fox theater and it's a magnificent theater here in uh, beautiful tucson arizona where apparently it is the end of monsoon season. Um, I've lived through one monsoon here, uh, a monsoon which I thought was just in, like, uh, Asia. I did. The fucking I did. I'm not a fucking, what do I know? I'm not, a, I'm not the goddamn weather underground. I don't know. But I, I, did, um, I did experience it in Phoenix. I was performing there. And uh, I looked out the window, and there was uh, literally sand and rain. It was sand was like coming, in, it was fucking like a fucking spout of fucking sand, fucking up a mile, like a mile up, of fucking sand coming right toward the building and raining at the same time. <laughs> I, I don't know how people live under these conditions. <laughs> what they do. I was glad I was inside because there was no ooga ooga go to hide. Sand coming in your direction. Fucking unbelievable. And afterwards I just said, why do they call it a monsoon? It's sand and water. Just call it pottery. (laughs) So (laughs) we... We welcome you to the Tucson edition of The Rand is Due. For, the, for those out there who keep writing in and going, well, you know you're going to read things from the air. then why should I fucking send Look, just keep sending it in. Most of the stuff is everything that has been sent out has sent in, about 90% of it, except for stuff that we just said, no, this is psychotic. Someone psychotic has written this. Um, We've, uh, we have basically, is, is written down, we have uh, digitized it, and hopefully it'll, it'll come at, back at you in one fashion or another. So, don't be silly, continu- continue to send them in. And there, there's stuff that is uh, important that might come in and that has to do with something that occurred that day. And if it's really well written, fuck up, I'll, I'll put it on. So, let's move on. Shut up, Louis. Um, <laughs> this is from Jonathan Montalano. I lived in Tucson all my life, and I know you assholes assholes have as well. We know the fucking roads here suck, and the city won't do shit. I work on on your fucking cars all goddamn day, and the last thing I want to hear about is how you fucking complain about rattles. The fucking roads are shit. Fix the fucking roads, and you won't hear the rattles! Don't tell me to hold my fucking breath or turn the fucking AC off when it's 110 degrees outside. Seriously, shut the fuck up or hold your fucking breath so you can hear the sound of shattering glass. <laughs> and along the same lines from Brian Harris, Lewis, I, I know you probably get a lot of rants about roads, but uh, I promise this one will be different. And. It is. A few seasons ago, I was enjoying my commute in Tucson, Arizona, when suddenly I felt that a 9-0 Richter scale shaking that can only mean I had just hit a fucking pothole. And a doozy of one at that. I reported the existence of said pothole to the local government in hopes they would come and fix it. Three fucking months later, and they still hadn't done shit about it despite many members of the community complaining. Finally, one person, whom I can only describe as an American patriot, spray-painted the image of a rather large penis around the pothole. <laughs> Wouldn't you know, the pothole was fixed two fucking days later. <laughs> Son of a bitch, if we only knew the secret of giving the government to act, was to paint penises around things that were broken. Maybe we can all get together and paint a giant penis around the Capitol building, and Congress will fix itself. I just got a a notification on this fucking thing. Fucking, I hate this iPad, shit. I'm down to 10%. God damn it, 10% left, you piece of shit. Fuck you. I turned you off. I turned you fucking off! (laughs) And they still suck the energy out and probably send it out to California and Apple. (laughs) Fuck (laughs) you. Why the fuck do people live in the desert, as Bob Bobbert says. Why do they live in the desert? Lake Mead and the Colorado River is drying up. Maybe that's a sign that people weren't meant to live in the desert. This is Jennifer Patrick, I'm down to 3%, 3% you piece of shit. What the fuck? I'm a public school teacher and what the fuck has happened to public schools? I'm not a fucking psychologist, social worker, a miracle worker. I can't walk on water, I can't do everything that parents should be doing and aren't. And what the fuck is this charter school shit? Take all the kids who want to learn and leave the rest of us? Huh? How can we compete with that? Over 75% of our kids are on free or reduced lunch and our test scores suck compared to Catalina Foothills and University High School. Yeah, well, no shit, Sherlock. Why am I still teaching? It's not for the children who vape in the john and tell me to go fuck myself when they come to class late. It's not because I secretly wanted to be a cop and put my life on the line every day, because now that's my reality with five guns in five of our high schools this quarter that I know of. It's because I made it to the top of the fucking salary schedule, and I have one kid in college and one high school freshman at home. So I need the money. So fucking wrong. It's fucking wrong. Happy Friday, everyone. I'm ready to drink my weekend and life away. This is is probably going to drop dead on me, this piece of shit. but dear Lois, this isn't a ramp. I wanted to let you know this is from Lauren Brownstein. That my husband is here in the audience tonight. His name is Lieutenant Colonel Chris Brownstein, and he's been serving in the Army for 18 years. I got him these tickets. I got him these tickets to celebrate his 40th birthday, which he sadly had to spend alone while on deployment in Kuwait last year. Um, and uh, I think it's great. Then it's happy birthday to you. Uh, Chris, I appreciate what you've done, and, um, and I, uh, I just I hope I hope you weren't at Camp Lejeune uh, because I've been seeing those ads. Uh, I'd like to do all six that I've seen. I know them all by heart. They're shot every four seconds from Camp Lejeune. Camp Lejeune. Camp. Like, and they just discovered it yesterday. Holy fuck! But uh, look, it died. It fucking died. Yeah, I know. Son of a bitch. But, uh, but Chris, I I just wish, and I've said this time and again, um, that. We would stop this nonsense with the military and fucking. When someone comes back and, and, is, and, and is given the the time, the energy, and the service that they've had to this country, they shouldn't have to fight for anything. They should be be able to be. They should be treated. Um, with the respect that they deserve, and they should be given the best health care. They should be shouldn't have difficulty finding a goddamn place to live. You know, they should. Um, there is nothing. The, the, but There really is. We we can't do enough for them. I, I did three U.S.O. tours, and um, and I learned. And, I, and what I learned was is that. Uh, The level of service that they give, and and I mean this, and I will continue to repeat it until I drop dead, that if we, if our, if we the people gave 10 percent of the type of service and commitment that our military gives to us and to each other, um, we wouldn't have any problems, okay? We could move forward as a country. and I'm just, I'm just tired. I'm tired of watching it. I was tired of watching my friend John Stewart have to fight to have the burn pits done. I was. It was uh... And so, uh, thank you, Chris. And uh, I think I'm really sorry that this is the best gift your wife could give you. <laughs> I, think, I think I think it's great you're here. Um, and. Uh, Son of a bitch! If, if there's anything you want at the merch table, uh, it's on us. I'm... If that fucker hasn't moved out of there yet, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry, we will. Uh, I will read uh, these into the. Uh, uh, of the, uh, those that I didn't get to, I will. Uh, I promise you that uh, I will read um, them uh, over the, the next. We, we do another. Uh, so uh, tomorrow and the day after, I will read those ones in, in into it. And I'm sorry I couldn't do it here for you tonight. But you know who you can blame? You can bring those apple cocksuckers <laughs> who, who continue at every step, every turn. I've got a a fucking Apple computer that today just, might as well have just, the screen might have just been going, ah, fuck you. This one at least had the courtesy to just go black. Um, So before I go, I want to thank all of those who are out there watching uh, around the world and wherever you are. And uh, I want to thank all of you for coming out and making a splendid evening for me. It was terrific spending time with you. Take care of each other and also uh, i was remiss last week i didn't wish uh, a very uh a happy new year um to all of uh, all of us jews it was uh i don't know how happy a new year it was for you but it is a happy new year and uh um this is we do it on the lunar calendar uh because um that's the way we are you know it's always you know a little bit different and um we uh but uh, we have coming up uh, and uh, i always wonder how you're supposed to say you, you, we've got yom kippur coming up and you really say happy yom kippur it's a happy day of atonement which is what it means yom kippur it means day of atonement it is it just a, a a horrific day that i found as a child to spend in the temple um it's one of the things that drove me out of the religion and uh, we have someone entering the bus now which is the kind of punishment that is meted out uh, when you try to even talk about Yom Kippur. This will show you the hand of God in everything that occurs. All right, so um, so I want to. I don't know if you really say happy Yom Kippur. It's kind of insane in a way. Can't say happy Day of Atonement. Happy oh happy. It's it's you know sackcloth sackcloth and ashes day. No. Uh, it is really literally one of the most horrible days that I ever spent in Temple. Um, it, the, the number of times that I spent there for that, I even returned at one point to give it a shot again and uh, and discovered that, yes, that was one of the reasons I got out of there. A lot of my friends stayed. I said, no, this is it. This is insane. To, so I want to just tell everybody, you know, uh, I wish you, uh, you know, Have a good fast. That was not something I could do. The headache that was created was something I couldn't deal with. And the idea of going out without food for a day, I know. I get it. If, If I was going out food and it was going somewhere, that food was going somewhere, I would get it. But just to not eat is kind of a, for one day, that's going to make it up. And God is watching on that day. It is a day that he puts your name in the book of life or the book of death. You don't you don't voice that on a, on a five-year-old, okay? You don't say that. You hold that. Or have a different service for children. It's absurd. But, uh, okay, but I want to wish all of my friends, I hope you get through. I hope you didn't do anything to fuck up. Um, because uh, when, be sure that when you're in there that you are absolutely, and it says this, sincere about your apologies and your uh, mea culpas, okay? Just be sure of it because I want you all to live through the next year. So have a happy one and enjoy yourselves. Okay, thanks. I'm going to read. Uh, I'm reading these are, uh, 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 rants that I did not get to read last night. Uh, this is from Michael Alban. I'm sorry, Ab- this one is for Michael Ablin. Masks, seriously? Enough already, it's not Halloween. If It's not a KKK party, huh? Enough with the bullshit. Did you wear a mask? And you are performing in front of thousands. We've been completely suckered into this bullshit. I'm sorry I didn't get to read this last night, Michael. Um, and you can certainly respond to what I have to say here. And probably better because I wouldn't have allowed you to respond last night. But the fact of the matter is, yeah, I wore a mask. And I still continue to wear a mask. And a lot of people wear masks for a variety of reasons. And it has no effect on your life whatsoever, okay? You didn't want to wear a mask? Don't wear a mask, okay? That's fine. But for us, it's got nothing to do with the KKK. It's got nothing to do with Halloween. It has to do with health, all right? And I did not, if I did not want to... uh, to in any way shape or form put myself into a situation with a ton of people in a room okay and being in be, be honest you know what being on stage and performing is as far away as you can is one of the safest places you can be Michael yeah that's true or otherwise I wouldn't fucking be out there and the reason I do it uh, a, a day after day when I was doing it is it, and I continue to do it uh, when it's when it's necessary is because I want to be able to continue to perform I spend 600 days not performing I don't want to get sick Michael that's the way I deal with it you don't believe it great good for you enjoy fuck it's unbelievable it shouldn't be an argument all right I am not wearing my mask to insult you. Oh, Okie doke. We're on to Jim Shear. I'm a teacher. How the fuck did these dumbass parents get smarter than me? How do they get to tell me from which books I teach? Why do they get decide to decide how history evolved? I've got degrees and shit. I've worked hard to know stuff. Help me out, please. Well, Jim, I hope that... Uh, I, I can't help you out because I don't uh, live here. I hopefully uh, we used to have the PTA. Hopefully these folks show up uh, and show up at school board meetings. And if you actually elect the school board, hopefully people vote. Okie doke, and uh, good luck with it because uh, it's tough enough dealing with a, a room filled with children. It's even tougher to deal with deal with a room filled with adults who are children. I'm sick of it, idiots. Uh, here's one from uh, Sarah Flora, uh, Trevor leaving The Daily Show with a little emoji crying. He didn't, you know. One thing I can tell you for sure: I've never, uh, they've never even asked me just as a courtesy to audition to sit in that seat. Kilbourne left; they didn't ask me. They picked John great, He did a great job. Then, then John left, and they, uh, and, and I really thought they'd pick John Oliver. So I, and then they went no, and they went to um, Trevor Noah. But they didn't even ask. Just fake it. Just have me sit in the seat. And then go, no, Lou, it's sad, but you're not really good at this. Just allow that. And they'll do this again. And uh, they'll pick someone. And, you know, and I can tell you right now they'll tell me I'm too old. All right, I get that. But at least let me sit down and try it just for, you know, you know, I mean, it's just courtesy. We'll see what happens. I know that uh, people will be sad. There'll be people who are happy. Um, I'm just, all it does is bring up the past. And I, I can't wallow in that, so I'm going to move on. Um, this is uh, this is a wonderful one from Andrew Clark. Uh, why in the fuck does my dog have to spend so much fucking time licking that useless sack of skin that used to hold his nuts? I mean, I get it. You're flexible and you miss him. But fuck, dude. <laughs> That's... Well, that made my day. You know, you gotta really enjoy that. It's really, and that you spend that much time looking at your dog like it's nuts is is really a testament to the kind of, to, to, you know, you could fill your time in other ways. There's, they're hobbies, Andrew. Um, and to refer to your dog as a dude really was something special. Di uh, Thompson, I wanna thank you for your very nice um, uh what you had to put you all of the nice things you had to say about the the ran is due i, I really appreciate it and i'm sorry that you uh, you missed the show in flagstaff uh, because it was cancelled and uh but i really appreciated that uh what you sent out to me and uh i'm just not going to be able to read it uh, because it was nice people go well, gee really you read compliments to yourself well no i i read them quietly about six seven times um this is from Robin Montoya, post-pandemic, and I, I, I'm having huge issues with the need to identify he slash him, whatever. I get it. I'm super sensitive to it, but truly, uh, don't give a hoot. Just do your job, say your shit, or engage. I do not need you to remind me you were gay, straight, transgender, or anything in between. You are human. And I love that you showed up. You get no golden stars or anything else. Do your shit, move along. Well, Robin, there are a number of you uh, folks out there who do, uh, who are responding to the uh, that. And uh, it's the choice of another generation and how they want to deal with their sexuality. And uh, we've evolved. And it'll pass, you know, then uh, we'll move on. And everything's gonna be fine, Robin. We're, With all the he, him, they, you know, I didn't understand the they thing. I do now, but I'm not going to share it with you because I've got to hit the road soon to go to Phoenix where they don't understand the they thing at all. (laughs) Oh, I tickled myself. And finally, Christine McCloskey um, sent this and uh, Facebook neighborhood group pages. God damn it. Finding out the jackassery and stupidity of your neighbors is both utterly amusing and fucking head-slamming, irritating at the same time. Posted literally today, hey, does anyone sell churro cheesecake? I need one tonight for about 20 people. Do you not plan ahead? What kind of fucking event could you possibly be having that involves 20 people who absolutely fuck have to have a churro cheesecake that you didn't know about before today. Oh, God. That I I didn't even know they made churro cheesecakes. I'm feeling kind of peckish. Time to go. Thanks to all of you for listening to my rant cast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy. Or whatever you want to think of it as Just let it rip And I want to thank the true stars of our show The ranters And the splendid rants they gave us Louis Black's Rantcast Was created and hosted by me Louis Black Our live rant audio was produced by James song Our theme song by Chris Lane Executive producer Ben Brew. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the left button button.